uh, one of the great economists of South Africa, joins us now. Rulof Boerte with a pedigree from here to next year. Uh, Rulof, um, I'm, I'm correct in assuming that you've been economist of the year and all kinds of other awards, but you're probably best known amongst the business audience as being the father of your namesake, your son, who's the senior partner at Sequoia in Silicon Valley. Do you talk to him much? Yes, well, fairly regularly. I, I taught him how to play tennis <laughs> and chess. Uh, and did you teach him how to invest? I guess that's the most important part. No, 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 no. He knows more. Uh, I taught him how to play chess, but when he was in grade eight, he started beating me, so I didn't play against him again. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, he's, uh, he's, he's certainly flying the flag high in Silicon Valley, but you're looking at another flag, the South African flag, and in particular, you've been doing some work on uh, and, and be now quite outspoken about it, on where interest rates should be in South Africa, the true level of interest rates. Just just take us through your thinking. Yes, um, I, I must tell you, uh, quite frankly, it is mind-boggling uh, what, what is going on with the, at the Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee. Because I've, I've, I've looked at it from every conceivable angle. Uh, if, you, if you look at the um, the spread between our real repo rate and the average real central bank rate in Europe, it's 450 basis points. Which means what? 4.5%? We are 4.5% more expensive. Uh, but, uh, and it's very clear, uh, it, it, it's clear at daylight that when Jill Marcus retired, during her term of office, she maintained a real prime rate, prime minus CPI, of 3%. It was virtually on the nose exactly 3% on average during a term without hardly any volatility, and our GDP grew at 2.6% per annum on average uh, in real terms. Hmm. And the minute she retired, you can see the spike in interest rates, and now the real prime rate is double. She has in, uh, uh, the, the new MPC increased the cost of capital in this country by 100%. So the cost of buying a tractor, the cost of buying equipment for your factory, the cost of buying a car, uh, that has increased by 100%. It's absolutely crazy. When virtually every one of our major trading partners was following accommodating monetary policy because of weak economic growth and weak demand, we went exactly, exactly the opposite route for no particular reason. Rolof, we've heard from Ace Magashuli, who is not the most popular man in the business community for other reasons, but he's been coming out and saying that it is time that the interest rates in South Africa get properly addressed, that the, uh, the mandate of the South African Reserve Bank changes to also include growth and employment. Sounds like you're on the same hymn, chip, hymn sheet. <laughs> please, don't, please don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, Ace uh, needs some friends. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's be quite honest. For the first time ever, I, I actually agree with Ace. But I, uh, between the two of us, I really don't think he understands the bottom line because what they are missing is that the mandate of the Reserve Bank does not need to change. The mandate of the Reserve Bank, as far as policy is concerned, is very clear. They must try to keep inflation low. And in the same sentence, Alice, it, Alex, it says, but, not, but also try to sustain economic growth and employment creation. And it is as if the Monetary Policy Committee have just torn out that half of their mission statement. There's nothing wrong with the mandate. It, it's, it's about the discretionary powers of the Monetary Policy Committee. I can guarantee you that if Lumkila Mondi uh, uh, was, was the governor of the Reserve Bank and he made me the deputy governor uh, and, and one or two other renowned economists in South Africa were to be the other two members of the MPC, 
South Africa's repo rate would be 200 basis points lower today, at least. It's a question of understanding the balance between um, combating inflation and, and making sure that the economy uh, doesn't go into a dip. And, and I just need to add the, have to add this quickly. If you look at the capacity utilization in manufacturing in South Africa, that is going down. And if you ask those industries, why are you not um, producing at full capacity? The main reason is a lack of demand. Now, how the hell uh, are you going to stimulate demand if you don't lower interest rates? Hmm. So if interest rates were lower, would that not have a knock-on effect on the RAND? Um, Well, it's very interesting. Um, I'm not 100% sure of my timing, but about 18 months ago, Moody's admonished the Reserve Bank for its excessively strict monetary policy. And their argument was exactly the same as mine, is that if they were to lower rates and uh, through that, obviously stimulate demand, not only consumption demand, but also capital formation, uh, which, which is the, the key. That uh, It's a lack of capital formation. That, uh, that, that's why uh, uh, the economy is doing so, so poorly. Then, then obviously your returns uh, of private companies and JSE listed companies would, would be better. And it would attract uh, – it would obviously have a, a knock-on effect on dividends. And that would attract equity inflows on, uh, on the financial account. So uh, I, I must be quite honest with you. I get the impression that some of the MPC members don't really understand economics. Hmm. Okay, there must be a thousand estate agents listening to this saying, my goodness, you go, Rulof. We are s- tired of seeing the property market under pressure as well, and I guess lower interest rates wouldn't hurt there either. Exactly. I mean, as, as we all know, in real terms, um, the property market, well, obviously it consists of, of various segments. Strangely enough, in the agricultural sector over the last decade, uh, they've actually done quite well. But residential properties, doesn't matter in which uh, uh, income bracket or, or which price bracket it falls, uh, in real terms, it's uh, not get, uh, get paid. So it's declined in real terms. Mm. But more importantly, if you go and look, uh, if you take household uh, credit, which is a whopping number. Um, this economy has, in, in, in the last 40 years, never been able to grow in real terms unless there is at least modest or marginal growth in household credit, inflation adjusted in real terms. Now, that little indicator has been dropping like a stone ever since Joe Marcus retired. Something is wrong at the MPC. Mm. We we have a uh, a very good economist who likes to keep his, keep and I'll say his uh, on anonymity. So he goes under the name of John Maynard, I suppose, in a tribute to John Maynard Keynes. And he wrote a piece on Biz News today talking about Taylor's rule. Uh, do you agree with Taylor's rule? Do you think it's it it has much sense? And if so, can you just unpack it for us? Run that by me again quickly. I, Ta- I, Taylor's I so. Taylor's rule. It's a uh, it's it's a, a rule on the level of interest rates around the world, and they take they take a Taylor, uh, the guy who invented it, took various components like economic growth and credit extension, etc., put them together and said that translates into what interest rates should be. And uh, interestingly enough, John Maynard says that the repo rate, which is currently at six point seven five percent, according to Taylor's rule, should be four and a half percent. So very close. I guess, to where you think rates should be? Well, uh, uh, in, in fact, my analysis, if, if I were to 
you know, get get somebody um, to assist me just with the weightings with regard to the the, the different um, relative strengths of uh, the arguments that I've got, and, and you were to and I were to con- construct a composite index of what interest rates would be. Uh, it would be more or less on the nose of um, the figure that you've just mentioned. Four and a half percent. And it's so, yeah. it's so glaringly yeah. obvious. It's, I mean, it, it's so glaringly obvious that the Reserve Bank doesn't, the MPC doesn't have a clue. They don't have a clue. All right. So let's just say that somebody's listening to this. Sora Maposa is listening to this and he says, okay, for a change, Ace is right. Let's, uh, let's do something about it. What A can be done? And secondly, if interest rates were to be brought down by two percentage points or two and a half percentage points, what would the impact the short-term impact be on the economy? Um, well, I, I think the obvious thing that they should do is to identify uh, perhaps one or a, a, a couple of economic research agencies in South Africa. They could be vested at universities. Uh, the, the private guys may uh, you know, want to charge something. I'm not 100% sure. But to get a reputable econometric model, uh, I know UJ, uh, Prof. Ilse Boota has got one. She's on her way to Thessalonica to deliver a keynote paper at the World uh, you know, Econometric Society. And, and to let the model tell us, uh, more or less you know, uh, on the lines of the Taylor Rule, but a, a little bit more you know, sophisticated uh, econometrics in that, what rates should be in South Africa. Uh, I think the bottom line is that the NPC should, should be constituted of experienced very well qualified economists that know about the importance of striking a balance be- mm. uh, between uh, low inflation and s- sustaining economic growth. And that is not currently the case. Rulof, what would happen if interest rates were to drop or the repo rate were to drop from 6.75 where it is right now to 4.5% where you believe it should be? What would happen in the short term? If it drops to where it's supposed to be, then, um, and, and uh, everybody with credit from businesses to individuals, uh, if, if they all decide to opt for the lower installment on their debt in, instead of uh, a shorter repayment period, that would unleash into the economy um, roughly 70 billion rand of demand, split more or less 80-20 between uh, uh, consumption expenditure and capital formation. And that would take us out of um, the dire straits within a couple of months.